Coffee Break, the advice podcast for teachers, brought to you by UEA. Welcome to Coffee Break, the higher education advice podcast from UEA. I'm Lauren, a higher education advisor, and this month I'm joined by Hannah and Beth. Hi. Hi. So which counties do you guys work with? So I'm Hannah and I am based in the Midlands and work across the central strip of the UK. And I'm Beth, I'm based here at UEA and I work across Lincolnshire, Bedfordshire and Cambridgeshire. And I work in the south, so between us we cover a whole range of schools around the country. Uh, Last month we ended with a fantastic question on mental health and student support, so I thought it would be a good idea to go into this in more depth this month. Student support is something that we get asked a lot about when we visit schools. Um, I know that I have in the past, particularly from students that already suffer with particular anxieties or mental health and that seems to be quite a big topic that lots of teachers are talking about so we thought it would be a good idea to run through things that students can access when they arrive here at UEA and also before they get here. So even though we talk a lot about mental health and I guess that more well-being side of students' time when they're here, study skills is another important topic to discuss, specifically in relation to the differences between when they're studying at um, A-level at their sixth form or college and then when they get to university. So there is um, the learning enhancement team here um, that basically supports students whilst they're here. That's anything in, in relation to their specific course, so some of that subject matter, but more importantly, maybe academic writing, because there are a few differences between um, what is demanded or what is requested whilst they're at school or college and then when they're at university. Mm, and yeah, referencing in particular. Exactly, mm. yeah. So things like referencing, critical thinking and plagiarising and maybe things that students have not come across. So not only is that in the form of maybe some group sessions, there's some support available, but one-to-one sessions. And on the UEA website, there's a whole host of online resources to support students with that as well. Yeah, I think, because I remember I went to these, but I didn't go until I was like in my third year of university. And that was, I felt like I'd failed. And it's not feeling that you've, it shouldn't, you shouldn't feel like that. It's not that you failed, it's that you want to take an extra step in your education and take you take it a little bit further so you shouldn't feel embarrassed to go along to those sessions they're there to help you and to maybe get you a better grade. Uh, Beth so what about those students who come to university and they might be struggling with other things perhaps their student finance or learning how to budget is there something that their student support team here can do to help them? Yeah, so they can sit them down and help them learn how to budget. It's not a skill everybody does come to university with. I'm not sure I've even still got my head wrapped around it. But there are two other parts of it as well. There's the emergency short-term loan, which was between 200 to 300. um, And that's actually instant, so you can get that on the same day. So that's if something's gone really wrong. It's not for if you've just gone on a mad night out and overspent. Like They won't just give you over it for that. Um, But it is there to support you if something's happened. But there's also hardship grants for more long-term issues so something's changed dramatically at home they're there to sort out those sorts of instances for you but the student advice team will be able to work something out depending on what the situation is and even more so um, before students even arrive at university when you're at sixth form we can go into schools and do student finance talks and we can provide some budgeting exercises as well so before you even get to university you can 
we can come into your school and provide that as well. I think student finance is often the bit that causes parents and students the most anxiety but it's never as bad as anyone thinks it's going to be and it's really easy to fill out if you just wanted a quick point of reference of something we talk about in our presentations is the student finance calculator if you just google that you can log in put in the parental income and it gives you a basic amount for how much you'd be entitled to so it's sometimes a good ballpark to start with when you're looking at going to university and thinking about how much you might need to budget yeah and if then that comes into needing to supplement your income we did talk about part-time jobs but there's also bursaries and scholarships that fall into that and I think that's something that we'll be able to visit on the podcast next month. Yeah definitely I think uh, seeing as the deadline for student finance is coming up that's something that we'll talk about in another episode. Yeah so um, back to the topic of mental health which is what we're focusing on this month. Um, The wellbeing service, which is part of our student support office, offers a range of interventions as well, including self-help, resources, workshops and one-to-one appointments. They can help with adjustments for your course and assessments, um, i.e. if you need to have an assessment for dyslexia and things like that. Um, They can help with the disabled students allowance, which is extra money from the government, temporary disabilities, for example, if you break your hand or your arm, um, they can do assessments for other learning disabilities like ADHD or dyspraxia. And of course, if you just experience a low mood or if you are going through a bereavement, um, have eating issues, alcohol abuse, sleep or emotional support um, and particularly anxiety the wellbeing service can support you with all of those by offering counselling or they can do behavioural therapy as well to help you change the way that you think and the way that you feel about things when you get here at university. They also support you with any long-term health conditions or emerging mental health conditions. So if you're starting to feel like you're developing anxiety or a low mood, but you've never suffered from something like this before, then it's a good idea to go and speak to them. So for any teachers listening, I think it's important you remind your students that um, any sort of disability like this they need to inform the university beforehand really so this can be done on UCAS form or just by emailing it's just if you the sooner we know about it the sooner we can set in place actions to help students as soon as they get to university so the sooner we know the better. Yeah that's particularly important as well because they do have um, some transition work as well so for any students that particularly have any um, needs that they want to start putting in place before they arrive we can help with the transition so the sooner we know the sooner the student can be supported. Coffee Break, the advice podcast for teachers, brought to you by UEA. Okay, so leading on from that discussion on mental health, um, I'd like to introduce our first guest this month. We're joined by Kamena, who is a lecturer at the UEA School of Psychology and is one of the people who worked on creating our new app, um, which is called Open Up UEA. Um, So welcome, Kamena. Thank you. Um, It's great to have you here. Um, I think the app sounds amazing. So we'd just like you to kind of talk about it and let our teachers listening know how brilliant it is and how it can help students when they arrive at UEA. So one thing that we're really interested in is how did the idea for the app, like how did it actually start? How did you come up with the idea? Okay, so the app, we actually started in um, the summer 2017. Um, both myself and the co-inventor Laura Bigart um, are personal advisors so we see a lot of students and we are aware of um, everyday student concerns, um, 
and seems to be a growing amount of anxiety mm. um, that we wanted to kind of think about how can we address that. Um, alongside that, Laura has already done a lot of work on emotional resilience. So she undertook research looking at how do you cope in stressful situations. And from her emotional resilience research, she came up with six um, key um, tar- strategies to take in account when you're feeling stressed. Um, so we based the app on those strategies. And they're things like planning ahead, reframing the problem, exercising, seeking support, tackle the problem. So various things you can do mm-hmm. to, to promote your emotional resilience. So that was to summer 2017. We won, the UEA runs an app development competition. Um, so we won that competition. And oh, wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, so that's staff can enter that as well, isn't it? Um, yeah. Wow. You've got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> no. But the nice, thing, the nice thing about it was that um, the, stu- the computer science students who worked on the app um, got to shortlist all the applications. And so they oh. chose the app because they thought they could see a benefit in it. And one of the key things about the app for us is it's for students by students. Mm. So yeah. it's yeah. very much focused on mm-hmm. students. So um, we started in summer 2017. We quickly had to get up to speed on um, computer technology. And <laughs> we didn't have to do the programming, but we had to learn about it. And we had a prototype ready for the autumn semester 2017, which we oh, then that's very quick. We wow. then tested that on students. Yeah. We got we ran focus groups, did questionnaires, and we got some really good, really really good feedback on what they liked about the app, what needed to change, and we virtually encompassed all their ideas, which were really really helpful. So then we got more funding to um, develop those ideas in summer 2018, and we launched in September 2018. And mm. we had we were aiming for first years, so it's very much about supporting the transition into higher education yeah. because yeah. we know that's quite a scary time. Mm. And I mean, simple things that the student feedback they said a campus map's really really helpful because on day one, <laughs> oh, one definitely. thing yeah. <laughs> you are anxious about is how to Getting find lost. your location. <laughs> So that we've got an interactive camp t- campus map, so students can work out where they are and how to get to their. The I'm imagining like to get a Harry to. Potter one, the Marauders map, <laughs> people moving around it <laughs> one day. <laughs> Maybe not that complicated. And then, so we launched it. Um, and if we think about our undergraduate population, it's about 4,000. We've had over 2,600 downloads already. Oh, wow. excellent. Wow. I've downloaded it. Me um, too. Yeah, Have you? fantastic. <laughs> and. Um, yeah, so um, and so far so good. We're getting some really lovely feedback, um, personal feedback. People saying they finding they like the features. It's, so it's signposted students. So what it does, it has various features. It provides an A to Z list of all the um, support services available, both provided by the university, provided by Students Union, and provided in the wider Norwich area. Mm. So it's got an A to Z oh, of that's, services. That's good. Yeah. And it also, but it has another. It's not simply information giving. It's also trying to track your emotions. So getting people to think about how you're feeling because the key thing when you're in your emotional resilience is being able to understand yourself Hmm. you know rather than just think oh I feel that's not really helpful that's not really going to get you to um, be able to address that but if you can actually pin down what you're feeling and try and work out why you're feeling like that then you're in a position to do something about it so it's kind of building this strength yeah when you open the app the first thing you see is the question how are you feeling today mm. and then you kind of choose a emotion quite broadly and then it goes into more detail and then um and then it says why do you feel like that and you you can choose from different options and yeah. find the best fit so yeah and then and then it gives you ideas on how to make it better and support mm. yourself so yeah i thought it was really good one of the other things that i've i've seen on there as well um just leading away from the 
um, the mental health and support side is there's quite a lot about finance and there's like mm. budgeting mm. exercises on there and things like that as well isn't there yep so in the the summer just gone we had two more computer science students who developed the budgeting feature mm. and the um uh, the planning feature so the budgeting feed we asked students for tips on money saving tips <laughs> to kind of you know basic yeah. things about saving money and they came up with some really good ideas and also cheap and quick easy recipes you know so because oh. we want to get our students that's cooking so good so we want to get them yeah. cooking yeah. Um, and it partly because that keeps of you healthy as well and that supports <sighs> mental health yeah absolutely absolutely it's a whole combination so it's it sorts your finances out it mm-hmm. gets you interacting hopefully with your flatmates one of the ways we promoted this was we came up with some flavor boxes so we got some funding to make some kind of shoe they look like a shoe box with or heavily branded and inside we put basic cooking ingredients like flour herbs spices mm. oil lemon juice things like that and the idea was you know get together don't sit in your room by yourself go into the kitchen yeah chat with people cook something healthy you know what you eat impacts on your <laughs> your mm. mood yeah. and your emotion you know so oh it's wow. kind of all, all linked together so if they're using this app they shouldn't need to go for the hardship allowance there's no excuses (laughs) (laughs) yeah we were talking about um budgeting earlier and and things like that this is it's an amazing tool to support students with that especially when they first arrive yeah so what the budgeting feature also does so it's got three elements to it and the third element is to get them to break down their month or termly money or semester money into weekly how much that means per week because a lot of them have got four figures in their bank account for the first time which can be the (laughs) great yeah the biggest amount (laughs) of money they've ever had yeah Yeah, and the key thing you said there is it's for the first time so Mm. with this support we can offer students Mm. it's a great a great incentive it's a great initiative we're trying to also that the six there's there's five tiles on at the moment the sixth tile that's ready to go but we just need like we, we run out of time is the planning feature and student support services are really keen we do this so it's kind of a very simplistic seven by four grid where students plan out very simplistically monday morning monday afternoon monday evening and record how much sleep they're getting because mm. a key mm. element is not getting enough sleep and then you feel horrible and yeah and um, and so within that you and um, there's seven options they can put that they're working studying um, exercising, trying to put where you mm. at, make sure you've got some exercise in your week. Food shopping, <laughs> you know, because you spend a lot of money if you do panic buying and or shop of, when you're hungry. And shop when yeah. you're hungry, yeah. yeah. So, so that. plan out mm. your week a bit more, <laughs> and it's just give getting people to because some for some students it's the first time they've had to do that. Again, first time somebody else hasn't been controlling your timetable or your week, you know, and you've got as much time as you like. So it's just trying to balance that out. Yeah. So can people access it before they get onto yeah, campus? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Mm. So yeah, so for any teachers that are listening um, from sixth forms, if you've got any students that, um, even if they're not applying to UEA, but particularly if they are, mm-hmm. uh, this app would be fantastic, I think, for mm-hmm. them um, to start downloading it in the summer or even now mm-hmm. while you're doing the application process. Um, yeah. Yeah. And if any stu- any teachers are listening um, are interested, we're also looking <laughs> to work with other organisations because it's got potential. So oh. we've, had, we've had a lot of interest in six forms to to create a bespoke version. So open up whatever that six form may be, or you know we've had interest from the NHS, we've had interest from um, businesses. So there's there's a lot of potential things are happening. So a big question is why is it actually called Open Up? Okay, so this was a, a play on words in a way, um, partly because we want people to open up the app, but equally we want um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're good, we're we good. want students to open up and be comfortable um, talking about their emotions, understanding their emotions um, as a way of being um, healthy, as psychologically healthy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of the time they just they, they don't come equipped with that kind of attitude, do they? They've never had to encounter living by themselves, and they assume everyone around them is getting on really well with it and okay. But yeah. actually, they all they're all in the same boat, yeah. and they need to learn to talk about that. A Absolutely. Bit more. And a key thing. So as I said, Laura and I are both advisors, and a key thing that comes across is most students find the transition into HE have a moment yeah. <laughs> when it can be mm. quite daunting and. Um, and it can last for a fleeting second, it can last for a day, it can last for a week. Um, but what we're trying to encourage with the app is far more understanding of our own mental health. We all have mental health. Um, mm. And as adults, we, um, as professional women, we can um, deal with our stress. So when things get stressful, we work out how to talk to somebody or um, reframe it or, or work our way through it. Um, but our experience is that, that a lot of the students that come haven't had that opportunity yet and they don't really know how to manage these emotions and and it's great that we're all talking about mental health and it's really a positive thing but we don't want to over medicalize it and and over medicalize what is everyday emotions our emotions are diverse up and down all the time and so we want students to kind of just understand themselves and start to develop their emotional resilience so when they have feel a bit stressed they know what to do about it whether that be talk to somebody check out the app Get, and, and one of the things, so as you said, if students recognise how they're feeling, um, it takes them through to a prompt. And a, a lot of the times the prompt is saying, it's okay to feel like this. It's, it's yeah, quite a yeah, normal emotion. So many of the students <laughs> I speak to, they've decided they've got anxiety. And, and then mm. when you unpick it, you're like, actually, you've not got anxiety. You're just a little bit upset mm. about something. Mm, yeah. So you don't need to... Med- uh, it's over-medicalising things, like yeah. you said. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And we, we, we do feel anxious. We've, and we... But unfortunately, this language like depression, you know, yeah. clinical mm. depression is a very, very serious yes. yeah. um, condition that can stop people physically getting out of bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. Most of us have um, a flat mood or flat effect, we might say, but it's it's not depression and anxiety yeah. where, where yeah. you are, you know, a clinical anxiety where your heart is palpitating, you feel sick, you're sweating. Not many of us feel it to that extreme, mm. you know, but it, it's managing what we're trying to do as a where the app fits in is that if we can we feel if we can address this low level anxiety and this low level depression then we stop it escalating Mm. into something bigger that does need more support and then student support services can then be helped to deal with the students that really need intense Mm. support but not the mass of students that just need help with kind of their emotional resilience brilliant excellent it definitely sounds like something that lots of schools should be jumping Mm. on the bandwagon Mm. of this and rolling Mm. it out in their school particularly with exams so if any teachers out there are interested in developing their own app for their for your school um, and you want to talk to Kamena about it you can email open up at uea.ac.uk and they can support you with that got a question for our post bag Email schools at uea.ac.uk and we will do the rest. So this month we've had a great question sent in from a teacher in Kingston. They've got a student who was born in the UK to Irish parents and has lived here all this time. However, they only hold an Irish passport. So the parents are asking, is there any advantage to her getting a British passport now in terms of their application to student finance? Uh, there is literally no advantage to getting a British passport um, because Student Finance England operates on where you live in the UK so I imagine all they'd ask for is proof of address so they would never ask to look at your passport anyway. 
So an important thing that we can take from this question is if a student or a teacher has any specific questions regarding fee status um, that's typically linked to student finance specifically, they will make that call um, to contact student finance directly. Obviously, they have a lot of their information on the website, but give them a phone call or send them an email. Um, Universities typically can do fee status assessment forms but in relation to to this question it is important to contact student finance directly great thanks guys uh, join us next month for more information about all things higher education please leave a review if you enjoyed this episode and thanks for listening mm-hmm.